And now, a Blaze Media podcast. Hey, how are you? Welcome, welcome to Chewing the Fat. It's good to see you. You look great today. I mean that. I don't care what anybody says. You look great. Did you see where 13 mysterious mummies were discovered in an Egyptian well? I know. I know. A mysterious collection of coffins thought to contain human mummies. You think? They were unopened. They were found piled on top of each other in a well uh, about 40 feet deep. So they're well preserved that the original detailed designs on the coffins were clearly visible. Now they claim the archaeologists that, you know, stuff take more than 2,500 years. That's always the first thing, right? I know it's going to be at least 2,500 years. They don't know. Could be longer, could be shorter. They don't know, but for sure it's going to be at least 2,500 years, right? And uh, they also claim that they're going to, or they expect anyway, which means they know that they've got more uh, coming, that uh, there's more to be found. Oh, okay. Now they found some earlier this year and they're going to find some more, or they know they absolutely are going to find more in the coming days. I ask one thing. Just one nice thing. It's all It's all I ask of Egypt and any of the archaeologists who are there that have found these and they're finding the new ones. How about, how about we don't open them? <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> we just leave them closed. <laughs> don't open them. Because it's been a rough enough year as it is. And I, I kind of get the impression that if we open them, we're just asking for really bad juju. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, maybe it's just me. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. <laughs> Speaking of digging stuff up, so I see the story. Like, I, I really don't care about this mining company, Rio Tinto. Uh, it's the, you know, this huge company that uh, digs up iron ore in Australia, right? I mean, 90% of the earnings come from this iron ore operation, okay? And uh, uh, 60% of global iron ore traded by sea comes from this region that Rio Tinto digs in Australia, okay? So they find a site that they want to continue to dig and blast and go down and bring up more iron ore, all right? So they got the go-ahead from the government, all right? Now, apparently, they found out that this particular area is uh you know contained artifacts and kangaroo bone sharpened into tools and showing that humans lived there 46,000 years ago and it was you know most of this area is in this uh the aboriginal sacred grounds but they got the go ahead from the government the government said yeah go ahead go ahead we need the iron ore right <laughs> Okay, no problem. Now, he said, uh, you know, I got the go-ahead, right? 
Uh, it's tough because now everybody's pissed. So sorry. Uh, doesn't matter that you got the go ahead. You, sir, Jean Sebastian Jacques, uh, CEO of Rio Tinto, uh, get out. Get out. It's just incredible to me that we are in a place. Uh, this is, I mean, worldwide, right? This is in Australia, just worldwide. Uh, doesn't matter. You got to go ahead from the government, and yet you still should have known not to do it. Oh, why does that? Well, the government apologized. And then uh, the company said, man, we're sorry. And we'll, you know what? We're not going to give any bonuses to the executives. Oh, oh, that doesn't matter. Nope. Get out. You're a bad person. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's where we're at. It's just a, it's just, I, it's just a strange place that we're in, in the world right now. Isn't it? It really is. It really is. And, uh, you know, another thing to prove what a different place we're in. You know, maybe Nancy Pelosi was right. I know. You heard it here. Uh, Mother Earth is angry. I mean, we've, the fires are getting worse, right? We're, we're throwing people out that got the go-ahead to blast ground for iron ore, evil iron ore that everyone uses. And now if you look at the uh, National Hurricane Center's website, we have Sally, which is getting ready to make landfall. In, uh, Sally's in the Gulf of Mexico. Tropical storm, probably going to be a hurricane here in a short period of time. Uh, and make landfall as a hurricane or a, you know, a high tropical storm. But if you look out into the Atlantic, there's Paulette. There's Renee. There's Teddy. And there's Vicky. <laughs> I know. Now, Paulette... And Renee, probably, you know, nothing's going to happen with them. Teddy could definitely strengthen and come and come around and hit the United States. And so could Vicky. I'm just letting you know. That's all. And there's a dist- another disturbance in the Gulf of Mexico at this time. So, you know what? Don't worry about it. I've just, yeah, what am I, I don't even know what I'm talking about now. Don't worry about it. We've got much more important stuff to talk about. Much more important stuff to talk about. Like... Oh, there's, you know, 50 days until the election. That's all. That's all. Now, if you're listening live on the 14th of September, 2020, you know that, uh, and not counting today, uh, there's 50 days until the election. And uh, so there's, you know, nothing. How, what bad could happen? <laughs> right? Right. I mean, we got the news that uh, Bloomberg uh, is going to spend $100 million to help Biden win Florida. I'd like to say, Mike, Mike, I think that I can help you have Biden win Texas. All you need to do is send me $100 million. <laughs> In fact, you know what? I'll, I'll make a deal with you, Mike. Send me $50 million and I'll help. I'll help with Biden winning Texas. I promise. And I'll do it for $25 million. I just cut it down to a quarter of what you're spending in Florida. To help Biden win Texas for you for $25 million. You know what? Gosh darn it, Mike. I believe in the cause so much that I'll do it for $10 million. I know. I won't be able to do as much as I could do with $25 million, But I'll do it for $10 million and I'll help Biden win Texas. I'm not guaranteeing that win. But I will, uh, I will help Joe Biden 
try and win Texas for $10 million. Now, there's going to be some executive costs involved. You know that. But I'm willing to, I'm willing to try. <laughs> I'm willing to try before $10 million. And, you know, I could do more with $25 million. I obviously can do a lot more with $100 million. But I'm, you know, I'm willing to give it my best shot for just that $10 million. So you can just, you know, email me chewing the fat at the blaze.com and uh i'll give you an address to send the check to in fact i'll just give you my personally my bank account number and you can just transfer the number transfer that number right into that up bank account okay all right we good okay good and we got the news that there's going to be like an occupy wall street going on as they're going to try and lay siege to the white house oh good Good, that's what we need. We need all kinds of people. Uh, hashtag White House Siege. So it's time again, according to their website, uh, the White House Siege, to uh, have dramatic, decisive action. So September 17th, if you're listening to this live again on the 14th of September, on uh, the 17th, all right, so Thursday, uh, in the original and enduring spirit of Occupy, we and tens of thousands of our fellow citizens will stream into Lafayette Square in Washington, D.C. Yay! Yay! Can't wait. Can't wait for that to happen. So nothing bad could happen with that, right? Right. And of course, all of this is, uh, is well, it's, it's, uh, it's presuming that the election is going to be just one day they're already laying the groundwork for it to be you know the election week and i'm sure that it will even be longer because they've already laid the groundwork for election week they've laid the groundwork for never surrendering never never say okay you won never give in to trump no matter what happens it's going to be a big argument so it's very possible that it's going to be um let's say on fun <laughs> yes you can quote me as this is going to be on fun uh, there is no fun to be had with this election i mean donald trump <sighs> this election is already a nightmare and we haven't even had it yet so gosh darn it just forget about it okay relax go get a drink of water and take it easy. Wow. Sorry I even brought it up. I mean, I guess we could talk about... Well, we've talked a lot about bears uh, chomping on humans lately. And uh, we've got a story of another one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, animals gone crazy. We This program, this program told you it was going to happen. And it's happening now. It's happening. Uh... We, the newest report was from the Great Smoky Mountains in North Carolina. So hikers were cruising along and they came across a campsite. Uh, across? They came across a campsite. And they said, hey, uh, you know, campsite 82 is uh, got an unoccupied tent and we're concerned. So the rangers and wildlife officers rushed to the scene after receiving the report and then they uh, came across a blair that was eating human remains 
that's it though <laughs> and so i mean they put the bear down sadly uh i mean you don't know if the bear killed the human the human could have already been dead and the bear could have come across the human and said hey he's already dead i might as well you know eat something but uh you can't you know i get it anytime you have a bear that's gets used to eating humans even if he didn't kill this one he might come across and say hey that wasn't bad i'm gonna get me another one (laughs) so just if you're out camping or you know you're you're happy that the lockdown is over and you get to go hiking and camping and you're out in the woods be careful be careful the animals are going crazy and all of them really i mean i just talked about the hurricanes coming there's another one coming uh make landfall you know sometime this week okay the next next couple days this week and uh it's gonna you know laura came through and pushed all these uh through the louisiana parishes and pushed all the mosquitoes from the swamps so now they're concerned and have been concerned about these giant hordes of mosquitoes that are killing animals now it hasn't been reported that these mosquitoes you know giant hordes of mosquitoes have killed any humans that i know of but holy cow so these animals apparently one guy says he's lost you know three four hundred cattle i guess he's blaming it on mosquitoes a deer rancher says he's lost, you know, 30 of his 100 and some animals. Okay. Uh, you know, that's a lot of money. A lot of animals. Apparently, the mosquitoes get pushed out of the swamp during the storms, and then they swarm around. And, they, you know, the mosquitoes do what mosquitoes do. You can quote me on that. Mosquitoes do what mosquitoes do. And so they come upon the animals, and the animals, I guess, are being too dumb to run away. Or maybe they can't. <laughs> and, uh, you know, maybe they're in fenced areas or, you know, surrounded by <laughs> flooded waterways. But uh, the mosquitoes get on the animals and, you know, exhausted from blood loss and all these trying to get away and move and try to, you know, bite the mosquitoes off and shake and everything else. They just, you know, it's just give up, right? The animal is just exhausted and it's over right the mosquitoes are like yeah (sighs) might as well just hang out on this one for a little while but (laughs) not funny i know stop it it's just oh it is kind of funny now according to this story this has happened before right it's not a new phenomenon with these storms coming through and uh you know i've been around a lot of hurricanes and i've been around a lot of tropical storms in my life in uh you know both florida and texas and uh i don't recall huge swaths of mosquitoes now with standing water after the storms the breeding happens and there's you know mosquito issues that you have to deal with although i don't recall big stories of animals and or people getting overwhelmed with giant swarms and swaths of mosquitoes so if you see a giant swath of mosquitoes flying at you or in the your neck of the woods i would say take cover that's just me uh, it's just a helpful hint I mean, i'm not a professional i'm not a professional well you know what i am a professional 
I am a professional. And I'm telling you, if you see it happen, take cover. You're welcome. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink as it is. Oh my gosh. So good. So good. I'm, you know what? I'm taking another drink. Mm. My gosh. That's how good that was. I needed a double hit. So as a reminder, if you're listening to this show right now and you are not a subscriber to the podcast, what are you doing? What are you doing? Freeloading like that. Subscribe to the podcast. Don't be a, don't be a freeloader. Be a subscription freeloader. Okay. You can subscribe for free and, you know, listen to the show for free, but you're not supposed to listen to the show for free and not be a subscriber. That's not the way that's supposed to work. So if you're doing that right now, you're doing it wrong. You need to subscribe to the podcast and then listen. (laughs) Hello. So I'd like to remind you, if you're listening to this show right now and you're not a subscriber to Chewing the Fat with yours truly, Jeff Fisher, then you're doing it wrong and you need to be a subscriber. Then you can be a freeloading listener. That's how you do it. Okay. (laughs) Okay, then. Thank you. Thank you. Now, you can also be a, you know, subscription freeloader to my YouTube channel. You might as well do that too. Uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher, same name, everything. It's just one's the podcast, one's the YouTube channel. And then, you know, we can all be happy and go about our days. Sure, you can tell your friends and tell your neighbors that, you know, how important it is to listen to Chewing the Fat and how important it is to be a subscriber and, what a cool neighbor they would be if they were listening to Chewing the Fat so you guys would have something to talk about. <laughs> you know, like we say, hey, Bob, how you doing? Oh, pretty good. How are you? Oh, I just listened to Chewing the Fat. Oh, me too. Me too. And then how about those mosquitoes, huh? You know, something like that. So it gives you something to talk about instead of just, you know, how the grass looks, that kind of thing. So everybody thought that Microsoft was going to acquire TikTok So it was announced this weekend that Microsoft will not acquire TikTok. That is over. Uh, But it was also announced after Microsoft came out and said, nope, we're not getting TikTok. That deal is over. Now, Oracle is going to be the trusted tech partner of TikTok. Oh, okay. So they're not the acquirer of TikTok and a full sale isn't expected to be part of the fine print. Kind of weird. So I'm not sure that that goes over well. We'll see. Because I know that uh, there were plenty of people, including, uh, who's that guy? Who's that guy? Oh, yeah, President Trump. Uh, Oh, yeah, the government that didn't want uh, China to have anything to do with TikTok anymore here in the U.S., and uh, for some reason, China did not want to have that happen. Now, don't forget, they've TikTok's been shut down uh, in well, India for sure, and I think uh, I think other con- two or three other countries as well. And uh, so, 
they did not, you know, they don't want to lose America. And Americans don't really want to lose TikTok either, sadly. I mean, they're making a lot of money and having a lot of fun with it. And, you know, they, you know, but they will. We'll move on. I mean, use your Instagram reels. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Oracle says, hey, we're going to be the trust, trusted tech partner, not acquirer of TikTok. So we'll see how that turns out. So Chick-fil-A, there's a little fast food uh, update. I got a few stories uh, here from our fast food world. Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, Burger King, Steak and Shake. We'll start with Chick-fil-A. They've announced two new menu items coming to restaurants nationwide starting today. The first menu item is a chocolate fudge brownie. Mm, That is probably pretty darn good. Now, that's supposed to be available year-round. All right. Now, they also have a seasonal release, the Mocha Cream Cold Brew. Now, that's going to be available for a limited time at Chick-fil-A. The Mocha Cream Cold Brew. I'm not, you know, not so crazy about the Mocha Cream Cold Brew. But (laughs) the chocolate fudge brownie sounds pretty good. Doesn't it? Come on now. You know it does. McDonald's, uh, good news. I mean, they are concerned about the environment. And they are experimenting, I'm sorry, testing with a new system of reusable, returnable coffee cups. Well, I mean, I guess that sounds okay. Good for them. I don't know why they just don't say, look, you bring in your own, your own container and, you know, you can fill up to so many ounces for half price or whatever price the the coffee container costs you, you know, we'll save, we'll save, you know, save 50 cents on coffee up to eight ounces in your container. You get eight ounces of coffee for 50 cents less than what a large coffee is or whatever amount. I don't even, I don't even remember how how many ounces you're getting in a large coffee, but whatever you get, it's 50 cents cheaper. If you bring in your own container, something like that, wouldn't that help? than just have a reusable McDonald's cup? I don't know. And maybe you buy a McDonald's cup, right? This is what Starbucks does, right? You buy a Starbucks cup, you get a discount when you order in it. Okay, but, you know, all right, fine. We'll see how the loop system works, right? Again, uh, I know that they're doing that in the UK. You know, if they're doing it there, they're going to, they're going to, bring it here to the u.s so okay good luck good luck what's that's the loop system right that's what they're using yeah so it's the loop system so if you purchase the cup the loop cup in the store and you drink it in the store then you get your money back they charge extra money for it or i'm sorry a deposit for it in the store and if you drop it off at the store you get that money back If you leave the store with it, you can drop it off at a loop site later, a different loop site later. So it's a red box for coffee cups. 
And so the cups are taking off site. Loop cleans it, individually sterilizes them, uh, and makes them uh, hygienically sealed on Funkin' Wagnall's porch. That's an old Johnny Carson bit, sorry. Uh, In a Mason Dixon jar, sealed. It's an old Johnny Carson joke, sorry. If you don't find a loop site, the cup is also recyclable, but, you know, it loses some of the benefit if it's not reused multiple times. It also, uh, lose, you lose that deposit, right? If you, I mean, now you're talking about, uh, you know, keeping a couple and then bringing them back. I wonder if they add up, kind of like the deposit, uh, you know, soda bottles that they have in some states, particularly Michigan, that, uh, You save the bottles. We used to use that for, you know, when we were broke money. You never take any bottles back when you got money. You keep those out in the garage. And then when you got, when you're broke, that's when you take all the bottles back. And then you've got some drinking money. I mean, some money for food. (laughs) So we'll see. I mean, I don't know if you could, you know, store up and bring back, you know, 8,000 loop cups and still get the, still get the uh, deposit money back so just an idea though (laughs) just an idea (laughs) people are going to get held up for their loop cups you come out of mcdonald's with your loop cup the homeless guy is going to steal it from you because he wants to deposit money just be ready for it i'm not saying it's going to happen but i am saying it's possible Another thing that's possible that could be coming to the U.S. is happening in Japan, right? And I don't know that this is such a good thing, but here you have it. Burger King Taiwan recently announced a chocolate-topped burger. It's Hershey's Chocolate Whopper. Seems like that could be a possible good idea. <laughs> But, you know, it's just a regular Whopper with some chocolate sauce on the bun. Yum, yum. In fact, I think that's the ad. It's a Whopper with chocolate sauce on the bun. Yum, yum. That does not sound good. That does not sound. just don't want to throw that out there. I love chocolate. I love burgers. Together, not so much. It's kind of like the it's kind of like the hamburger in a donut right the donut hamburgers separate good things together it's just too much of a good thing uh, sure i ate it don't look at me like that i'm not gonna i mean i had the product <laughs> i'm gonna eat it but i thought you know there's no need for it so just just remember the burger king ad it's a Whopper with chocolate sauce on the bun. Yum, yum. Maybe a bit too much. But the ad is just going to stop at yum, yum. And one last uh, fast food place update. Steak and Shake bringing back its historic drive-in service. I know. I mean, I'm a, look, I know this is going to come as a surprise to you, but I like Steak and Shake. They got great shakes. Uh, the burgers and fries. I mean, there's different, if you know, there's different ways to look at it, but overall the steak and shake experience with the burgers and the fries and the chili and the shakes are awesome. And so I'm a fan, but they're shutting down 
I mean, there's now, I was surprised at one that usually was really busy in our neck of the woods, gone. Have a nice day. So right now, according to this, they have, what, 553 restaurants in America right now. Wow. I mean, it had over 600 last year. So we'll see. I mean, they've been open since 1939, right? Long time. Long time. So now they're getting the drive-through service, like you, the car hop service. Remember when you used to, you know, 100 years ago, you'd go to a restaurant and, uh, you know, the girls or the... Back then it was the girls. Heaven forbid that happened today. How dare you? Would roller skate out to the car and take your order and bring it to you, put it on the window, yeah, yeah. Well, today's world... You pull into the Steak and Shake parking lot, park in the designated drive-in service, place your order through the restaurant's app. Unlike uh, Sonic, where you can pull in, push the button, order, they bring it out to your car, and select Car Hop at checkout. Once the meal is ready, the Car Hop will deliver it to the customer's vehicle on a tray that attaches to your car window. So I'm guessing that if I don't select Car Hop, I just throw it out the door at your car. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they just maybe they bring it to you in a in a to go package, right? So if you order from the app instead of pulling up to the drive through, you can pull in and they'll bring it out to you. I guess I don't know. Now I guess there's some places are going to have picnic tables, so it'll be like the old. Uh, uh, what was that? the A and W root beer places, right? That's where you'd pull in and get out and. And Sonic does that too. So maybe they're maybe they're trying to, you know, they're getting hit hard from Sonic. I mean, I got to tell you, uh, between you, me, and a fence post, Steak and Shake is a lot better than Sonic. Sorry, Sonic. No, I'm kind of a, I've been to your places. I'm a fan of your shakes. A uh, little, little extra too salty for me with the ice cream that you have, but that's just me. And I'm a fan of your shakes when they're half off after 8 p.m. at night. I mean, I'm not saying that I've ever pulled into your parking lot before 8 and waited to order to get the uh, buy one, get one, or the half off sale of the shakes. I'm not saying I've ever done that, but I've heard it of it being done. <laughs> anyway, Steak and Shake is, uh, you know, maybe that'll keep them alive for a little while. Good for them. But it means I have to download the Steak and Shake app. I mean, maybe I just go to the drive-thru like normal and order it through the drive-thru. And I can't go to anyone here because the two that were close by me are closed. What the heck? That hurts. That hurts. A couple things happening uh, around the world, still uh, in the coronavirus, COVID-19 world. Uh, VMware and Twitter are cutting pay for remote employees who move out of the Bay Area. Wow. So they're saying, hey, you don't have to come into the office and we don't want you back at the office. But you have to live in the Bay Area. Isn't that special? I mean, what happens if, what if I'm already gone? As a remote employee, I may already be gone out of the Bay Area. And you may not have re-upped your lease. And now you're going to have to re-up it. Or have to move and find a new place. And new human waste to walk through to get into your apartment. 
So it's tough. It's a tough deal, but I don't know. That's part of working there, I guess. Florida, they're going to uh, reopen the bars today. 50% capacity. All right. Good luck. God bless. Dr. Fauci called the U.S. coronavirus data disturbing. He was also uh, talking in an interview that I heard where he talked about uh, uh, we need to not let our guard down. And I think some people are, actually. I think we are starting to let our guard down a little. We talked a little bit about it last week, too, about uh, uh, what's her face? The, you know, the my 600-pounder. No, that's the biggest loser. The biggest loser girl. Jillian Michaels, yeah. She, uh, you know, we talked about her thing last week where she was uh, talking about uh, letting her guard down and she got uh, COVID-19. And then uh, she told everybody, don't go to the gyms, but hey, I've got an exercise app for you. (laughs) Uh, Yep, don't you go to the gym, man. Don't let your guard down. Use my exercise app. It never said anywhere, anyway, it never said anywhere in the story that she actually went to the gym. She just said she let her guard down. But anyway. I digress. So it's looking like more and more people are trying to let their guard down. And you know what? (sighs) That doesn't mean we should continue with the lockdown. That means we should just preach, be diligent, right? But we can't, we can't survive as a country by telling companies and businesses that they can't open and you can't go in there and you can't do this and you can't do that. This is America. My gosh. It's time to stop. It is time to stop it. Uh, You know, you and I have talked about it before here on Chewing the Fat. I know. I know. I got it. I'm with you. I understand. But it's just, it's agonizing. Also, the uh, vaccine, right? All right. So, the um, Pfizer CEO said that uh, his drug company will know if COVID-19 vaccine works before the end of October. Wow. I mean, that's huge. However, let's not forget, what if it doesn't? So at the end of October, we find out, nope, it doesn't work. I mean, you can tack on at least another year for that, right? Now, according to the CEO of the Serum Institute in India, Adar Punawala, he claims that a vaccine won't be available for everyone before the end of 2024. Is that concerning? Well, yes, but it I don't know that that means us in America. He's talking about uh, the vaccines will be available to inoculate the global population until at least the end of 2024. They're not increasing production capacity quickly enough to vaccinate everyone faster. Well, but the United States has already, and other countries as well, has already purchased the vaccines so that if it's shown that it's viable and works, they will already be manufacturing it, putting it in the vials, and shipping it to us. So while everyone in the world won't be able to get it, so, <laughs> no, nah, just joking. Stop. You'll be fine. Just don't go to those countries. Okay. That's just what you have to do. Just don't go to those countries. And uh, one more uh, COVID-19 uh, kind of, uh, well, it's 
what's happening here in the COVID-19 2020 world, but really doesn't have anything to do with COVID-19. Two United Airlines flight attendants filed a lawsuit against United Airlines in California, alleging that United takes a despicable approach to staffing sports team charter flights. Wow. So they're pissed. These two ladies are pissed that they don't get picked for the charter flights. Part of the lawsuit says United has created a despicable situation as if decades of laws and policies preventing discrimination based on age, race, and ancestry, and gender simply do not exist. Now, according to these flight attendants, the they make uh, more money on these charter flights. They are provided with better accommodations. They also sometimes get tickets to games. This is what's going to happen with this, that none of these... Uh, nobody gets tickets to games anymore. They're going to shoot all this down. They're going to hurt all the extra people. If I am part of the charter flight people on United, I'm pissed, right? I'm really ticked at these two because they're just mad that they weren't picked for the special request charter flights. So apparently, uh, these sports franchises have specific contracts with United, you know, the uh, National Football League, Major League Baseball, uh, NCAA. They all have specific contracts with different companies for charter flights, right? So according to the lawsuit that uh, they, instead of staffing these flights based on seniority, it's being claimed that young blonde flight attendants typically get assigned these flights. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why. (laughs) So according to them, the airline has taken an unfair approach to staffing these flights, choosing flight attendants based entirely on their racial and physical attributes and stereotypical notions of sexual allure. Right. Now, the two veteran flight attendants asked supervisors about why they couldn't work these charters, and they were told they weren't on the preferred lists, which are based on team preferences. Then, I guess they did some digging and found out that the trend was young and blonde flight attendants with significantly less seniority seemed to be on these lists. So they're pissed. So the black woman who has been with United for 28 years and the other Jewish woman who's been with United for 34 years are pissed that they weren't picked for these charter flights, that they weren't part of the preferred list. It does seem, I mean, we look. Preferred list. Does that mean that uh, the contracts with these companies, they ask, uh, who would you rather have be flight attendants? And the answer is, well, we want the hot babes. Uh, most of these contracts, Major League Baseball, NFL, NCAA, are male-driven teams. So they like that. I mean, we don't know. Wh- we don't know who asked for it. We don't know if the preferred list is just because the team asked for it. The teams are going to say, hey, we just said, you know, hey, if we have a choice, that's what we want. But we didn't ask for it. 
well, if you want to keep the contract, you're going to do what they ask for, right? Uh, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, what's going to happen is that goodbye to any of the niceties and freebies that any of these flight attendants were getting on these charter flights. Have a nice day. If they were getting anything like that because they were saying, hey, we like to do that, and then we get tickets to the game, and we get to go here and go there, a part of it, yeah, no, not anymore. You want to go to the game, buy the tickets yourself. And that's, I would be so ticked as a flight attendant. <laughs> I mean, United should have just let them on the fl- let them be on the charters, right? You complain. Apparently, they complained. United said, yeah, uh, sorry, you're not on the preferred list. Take care. Oh, I guess not being on the preferred list means, nope, you're old and overweight and we don't want you on the charter flights. (laughs) Good luck that happening in today's world, I'll tell you that. Well, I guess it, it was happening, but good luck it continuing to go on. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. All right, we are in a, a bad place. Uh, this uh, This will not stand. I don't know... I don't know why this is the case, but this will not stand. Okay. Uh, Just Born Quality Confections. That's the company that produces Peeps. They say it's holiday-themed marshmallow treats will not be in Halloween candy baskets this year. They won't be in stores for Christmas either. In fact, they won't even be in Valentine's Day of 2021 peeps either what has america come to when you can't get the gluten-free fat-free peeps for your holiday consumption i don't like it i don't like it at all it goes against everything i believe in the company says it resumed limited production in may after making changes of course in its plant to ensure employee safety i mean they closed right i mean i'm sorry they temporarily suspended production of all of its all of its candy brands but uh they claim now they've got limited production but they had to make a difficult decision to forego production um, of our seasonal candies for halloween christmas and valentine's day in order to focus on meeting the expected overwhelming demand for peeps next easter as well as everyday candies (laughs) <laughs> chick ship shaped peeps are especially popular during easter uh, before the pandemic they sold uh about two billion peeps a year <laughs> 5.5 million peeps were produced every day that is amazing another sad thing coming out of this story that uh, you know when they say you know the other candies other products yeah the company makes hot tamales and mike and ike fruit candies love them all and those are now uh you know in short supply we this 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 coronavirus thing has got to stop got to stop i mean we've got if you've never been to the peep store there's a peep i know they were i think they were opening up a new peep store in new york but I've been to the Peep store in Washington, D.C. Well, it's actually, I guess it's in Maryland. It's across the river. Uh, it is awesome. Uh, 
Uh, I mean, we. <laughs> not that I spent any, you know, any little time there down by the water at the Peeps store, but uh, I did, and it is awesome. And don't forget, I, uh, I, I was disappointed in my showing of uh, Peeps, but a couple years ago. Well, it's been like, wow, it's been three years now. Uh, on the Pat and Stu show, I decided to see how many peeps I could eat during the show. And uh, I ate 71 uh, peeps during the show. I was disappointed in myself. Very disappointed. So, uh, but I did. And uh, <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't sick or anything. You could find the footage. There's a there's a story on the Blaze that goes back to April of 2017 that talks about the uh, talks about the show. But uh, I was disappointed in myself. I'll have you know. I was eating 71. I thought for sure I could hit 100, but I don't remember if we have any kind of bet we had. I think the bet was just to see you know how many I could eat. I know they. I know that uh, that one guy, not Pat, but the other guy whose name was on the show, uh, that you know nobody really likes him. What's his name? Oh yes, Stu. Uh, he was trying. He's trying to say that we didn't even say eat more than you want. We said until you feel comfortable. Okay, that was not the deal. All right, the deal was eat as many as you can. So anyway, that's oh whatever. All right. Uh, but I only ate 71. But I love peeps. The, that's the point. That's the point. I love peeps. And it's very disappointing that these holiday peeps are not going to be out there. And hot tamales. And Mike and Ike's. I'm a... Uh, that's hurt. That hurts. That hurts, my friends. That hurts. You know what else hurts? If you're Kevin Spacey. Uh, you're getting attacked again. I know you thought it was all over. Right? Homeboy up in Nantucket. Uh, that case was dropped. After he, uh, you know, decided to invoke his Fifth Amendment right and not testify in the proceedings. Wait, you're filing a lawsuit against the guy and you're not going to testify? Yeah, no, I'll take my Fifth Amendment. Okay, well, that's the end, right? So now, uh, two more people have filed. This is never ending for Kevin Spacey, man. So two more people have filed uh, assault charges against uh, uh kevin spacey for sexually assaulting them when they were 14 years old according to this so one is actor anthony rapp who uh spoke out a while ago in fact accusing uh spacey of making sexual advances toward him remember he's the story uh 1986 where he was at a party and rap said that uh spacey grabbed his butt and laid on top of him at a party and then uh, uh, and then he claims that he got away, right? Um, and then he said uh, the alleged assault has led to sustained psychological injuries, including but not limited to severe emotional distress, humiliation, fright, anger, depression, and anxiety. That's what that interaction has done to Anthony Rapp. The second accuser, C.D., claims he was 12 years old when he first met Spacey in 1981, but the assault, he alleges, happened when he was 14, right? So a couple years later, so 83. So this one, one of them took place in 1986. This one took place in 1983 or 84. 
even it's worse than what uh, rap claims i mean he alleged that spacey uh performed things on and with him and then there were that was uh you know that was not only the, there was more encounters and then uh he said at one point uh he declined resisting and verbally saying no where spacey did not stop forcing him to flee the apartment okay so if true i mean dirtbag kevin's still got other cases and in Europe going to, I mean, this guy is over. Now, you thought that uh, the Fox News thing was over? Nope. Uh, Judge Napolitano is getting fired for, yep, you guessed it, sexual assault. <laughs> I know. I know. He's being sued for sexual assault, battery, and intentional infliction of emotional distress in Manhattan. Wow. Now, he Judge Napolitano completely denies these charges and, and says they are false and good for him. All right. Now, this particular case is claimed to have happened in 1988. In 1988, this guy claims that he was lured to Judge Napolitano's home under false pretenses and was forced to perform on judge napolitano and he, napolitano was actually a, a judge at the time a working judge you're always a judge right but i mean it was a working judge and uh this person was a friend of judges and he had sent this person over to judges the judge's house and it was worked out and he said he showed up and went around the side of the house and you know, it was supposed to be there to shovel snow, but there wasn't any snow. And so we'll, we'll see. According to the charges, he stated, uh, he, well, just know they went around the house and stuff happened. So it goes into more detail in the, the story, but you don't need to know the entire detail. Just know that he said at one point he claims the judge said, uh, be a good boy. Now the judge completely denies it a hundred percent, man. hundred <laughs> percent. Completely 100% denies it and says these charges are false. So, I mean, you got to go with what the guy says, right? I mean, innocent until proven guilty. Good luck with that one, judge. Good luck with that one. And speaking of innocent until proven guilty, well, kind of. Uh, I didn't have a chance last week to congratulate Megan Kelly on her new podcast that she's launching. And uh, so I, I found out uh, later I know several people involved in the project. So good luck, Megan. Uh, they're, they're fine people and good luck, God bless. But you could look forward to the Megan Kelly show. Uh, Legal and cultural issues will be the exclusive home to the Megan Kelly show. Devil May Care Media is Megan's new independent media company focused on news, current events, and whatever the hell else she wants to talk about because it's her company. So congratulations to Megan and her new show. I'm out. <laughs>